Hello and welcome to Adventist Angels Watchman Radio. Your number one Christian radio, sending words to the ends of the earth, preparing the people of the earth for the second coming of our Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you this morning and this opportunity which you have given unto us. Thank you for the gift of life. Guide us throughout the day. Have mercy upon us. Be with us throughout the day. And Father, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So we're going to start this morning, and at this time, guide us through and bless our dear listeners all over the world. Or this I pray through the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For those who don't know me, my name is Evangelist King Mosimo from the Horn of Africa, the eternal God. I saw the exceeding loveliness and glory of Jesus. His countenance was brighter than the sun at noonday. His robe was whiter than the whitest white. How can I describe to you the glories of heaven and the lovely angels singing and playing upon their harps or ten strings? I saw that we sensed and realized the particular of the importance of the Sabbath to what we yet should realize and know of its importance and glory. I saw we should not yet uh, I saw we know not yet what it was to ride upon the high places of the earth and to be fed with the heritage of Jacob. But when the refreshing and latter rain shall come from the presence of the Lord and the glory of his power, we shall know what it is to be fed with the heritage of Jacob and ride upon the high places of the earth. Then shall we see the Sabbath more in its impotence and glory. But we shall not see it in all its glory and impotence until the covenant of peace is made with us at the voice of God. And the pure gates of the new Jerusalem are thrown open and swing back on their glittering hinges. And the glad and the joyful voice of the lovely Jesus is heard, richer than any music that ever fell on mortal ear. Bidding us enter. I saw that we had a perfect right in the city, for we had kept the commandments of God and of God and heaven, sweet heaven is our home, for we have kept the commandments of God. Verse 3, August 11, 1851. Maranatha, page 245, Selected Messages, Volume 3, page 260, and page 261. <laughs> I walked quite frequently to the king's palace in Oslo, Norway, and in his broad and extensive gardens, they are very beautiful grounds, but I let my mind dwell upon the purified new earth, where all things would be made new, and there would be no more cars. How happy the thought was! I was the daughter of God, a member of the royal family, a child of the heavenly king, and an heir, heir to the pure and only everlasting kingdom. I love to see everything that is beautiful in nature, in this world, and think I would be perfectly satisfied with this earth surrounded with good things of God. If it were not brightened with the curse of sin, but we shall have a new heavens and a new earth. John saw this in holy vision, and he says, I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and they shall dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God. Revelation 21 3. 
Oh, blessed hope, glorious prospect, I will give unto him that is a thirst of the founders of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. I will be his God, but he shall be my son. Verse 6. I am, I hope, waiting and watching for the appearing of the Son of Man in the clouds of heaven. We have no time now to talk of unbelief or to enshroud our souls in an atmosphere of doubt. Jesus loves us and wants to make us happy. If I know my own heart, it is to do the will of God to the very letter. I am willing to be a pilgrim and a stranger here, for I am seeking a city whose build and maker is God. It is only a little while that we shall have to work, and we want to do our work with diligence. We do not want to follow our inclinations or our pleasure, but just to do the will of God and wait for his salvation and the final reward. I have peace and joy in my Savior. I am looking to the great beyond. And if the Master says, well done, I shall be entirely satisfied. I love Jesus. I love to do His will. I ask not position or honor or ease or convenience. I want to labor together with God, practicing self-denial and self-sacrifice, and be a partaker with Christ in His sufferings, that I may be a partaker with Him of His glory. We should study how to render to God the most perfect service by constantly seeking to reach perfection. The Christian life is compared to the life of soldiers, of a soldier, and there can be no bribes presented of ease and self-indulgence. The idea that Christian soldiers are to be excused from the conflicts, experiencing no trials, is a face. The Christian conflict is a battle and a match, calling for endurance. Difficult work has to be done, and all who enlist as soldiers in Christ's army, with these false ideas of presentness and ease, and then experience the trials, it often proves fatal to their Christianity. It is time that men and women have some true idea of what is expected of a true soldier of the cross of Jesus. Those who serve under the bloodstained planner of the Prince Emmanuel are expected to do difficult work which will tax every power God has given them. They will have painful trials to endure for Christ's sake. They will have conflicts which rent the soul. But if they are faithful soldiers, they will say with Paul, For a light affliction which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we look not at the things which are seen, but are the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Letter 62, July 1886. It is time that men and women have some true idea of what is expected of a true soldier of the cross of Jesus. Those who serve under the blood and banner of the Prince Emmanuel are expected to do difficult work which will tax every power God has given them. They could have painful trials to endure for Christ's sake. They could have conflicts which rend the soul. But if they are faithful soldiers, they will say with Paul, For our right affliction which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, where we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You are the children of God. He has adopted you, and He desires you to form characters here that will give you eternal 
or entrance into the heavenly family. Remember this, you will be able to bear the trials which you meet here. In heaven, there will be no Caroline, for all will be as great as Christ himself. Or imagine, such is a good place for us to enter, and a heavenly city, a, kids, a city for us all. Will you be ready to enter? If then you are ready to enter such a beautiful place, hold fast your faith. Hold fast your faith, my brother, be faithful. Hold fast your faith and be faithful. For in due time we shall leave our harvest. For our harvest is coming in the last hour, the last minutes. Hold fast your faith, brother and sister. You are the children of God. He has adopted you. And he desires you to form characters here that will give you interest into heaven family. Remember this. You will be able to bear the trials which you meet here. In heaven, there will be no Caroline. For all will be as great as Christ himself. Let us thank God that we can be members of the royal family. Manuscript release 27, March 16, 1901. In heaven, there will be no For all will be as great as Christ himself. Let us thank God that we can be members of the royal family. Oh, beautiful. Soon, we shall be in our promised home. There, Jesus will lead us by the side of the living stream, flowing from the throne of God. As, and explain to us the dark providences through which he led us to perfect our characters. There we shall see on every hand the beautiful trees of paradise, including the tree that pierced through man of reeds, one kind during each month of the year. There we shall behold with undimmed vision the beauties of Eden restored. There we shall cast at the feet of our Redeemer the crowns that he has placed on our heads, and touching our golden arms, we shall render praise and thanksgiving to him that seated on the throne. Manuscript reads 17 July 16, 1903. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. I am the brightness of the Father's glory, the manifestation of his love, the channel, the channel by which his mercy comes to you and by which you, your prayers rise to him. In my father's house are many mansions. John 14, verse 1 and 2. What a message. What a glorious event. <laughs> the word here translated mansions means permanent apples, habitations that are not removed like tents, but which permanently endure for the family of the redeemed. The father is there to gather his children to his paternal arms, the bestow upon them is a everlasting love. Late 84, March 5, 1909. In preparation for the coming of our Lord, we are to do a large work in the great cities. We have a solemn testimony to appear in these great centers. But in our planning for the extension of the work, far more than the cities alone must be comprehended. In our out-of-the-way places, there are many, many families that need to be looked after in order to learn whether they understand the work that Jesus is doing for his people. Those in the highways are not to be neglected, neither are those in the ages. And as we journey about from place to place and pass by house after house, we should often inquire, have the people who are living in these places heard the message? Has the truth of God's word been brought to their ears? Do they understand that the end of all things is at hand?
and that the judgments of God are in vain, do they realize that every soul that has been bought with an infinite price? What a reward awaits the win of souls when the gates of that beautiful city on high are swung back on their glittering hinges, and the nations that have kept the truth shall enter in. Crowns of glory will be placed on their heads, and they will ascribe honor and glory and majesty to God. And at that time, some will come to you, and they will say, If it has not been for the words you spoke to me in kindness, if it had not been for your tears and supplications and honest efforts, I should never have seen the king in his beauty. What a reward is this? How insignificant is the praise of human beings in this earthly, transient life in comparison with the infinite rewards that await the faithful in the future immortal life? When you enter within the gates into the city, and the crown of life is placed upon your brow, and on the brow of the very ones you have worked to save, they will cast themselves upon your neck and say, If it was if it was you that saved my soul, I should have perished. If you had not saved me from myself, you had to stake a good a good while, but you were patient with me and won me to a knowledge of the truth. And then I still lay their crowns at the feet of Jesus and touch the golden apps that have been placed in their hands and unite in praising and glorifying their Redeemer. And they realize that theirs is the grace blessing of everlasting life. They will be rejoicing indeed. And oh, the thought that we may be instrumental under God in helping to show men and women the way of salvation while living on this earth, we shall learn. <laughs> if you give your heart to God, even in humility you take up your appointed work and remain faithful, at last you will hear the words, Come ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. Matthew 25 verse 34 Is not this sufficient reward? In that happy world, there will be no more temptation, no more sorrows, in your earthly life, you have labored together with God. You have so lived that your righteousness has gone before you, and the glory of the Lord has been your reward. Masculus Rees 15, April 26, 1909. See also the book of Evangelism, page 45 and page 46. Okay, it has a lot of messages for us. So, with joy, Moses saw the law of God still honored and exalted by a faithful few. Moses saw the last drug of earthly powers to destroy those who keep God's law. Moses looked forward to see the time when God shall arise to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity, and those who have feared his name shall be covered and hidden in the day of his anger. This acknowledged the relation existing between the Father and his law. Only by the merits of Jesus Christ is man exalted and enabled to keep God's law acceptably. Again, Moses looked and saw the covenant of peace made with God's commandment keeping people when he spoke from his holy habitation, shaking the heavens and the earth by his voice. Moses saw that God is the hope of his people, while the despisers of the law, those who had crucified Jesus Christ afresh, bowed and groveled 
at the feet of the saints in fear of God's voice. He saw the countenances of the saints lighted up with glory, had pinging up, beaming upon those around them as the faces of himself. And those who were with him shone when the law was given on Mount Sinai. The commandment keepers, those who had honored the law, were glorified. At the appearing of Christ in splendor and glory, they were translated to heaven without seeing death, rising with songs of triumph to enter through the gates into the city, into the land of Eden. He saw the earth purified by fire and cleansed from every vestige of sin, every mark of the curse, and renovated and given to the saints to possess forever and ever. He saw the kingdoms of earth given to the saints of the Most High. No beauty, nothing to mar their peace and happiness was in the earth made new. In the new earth, the prophecies that the Jews applied to the first advent of Jesus Christ will be fulfilled. The saints will then be redeemed and made immortal. Upon their heads will be the crown of immortality, and the joy and the glory will be pictured on their countenances, which will reflect the image of their Redeemer. Manuscript Reads, Volume 69, page 9, uh, of 1912. See also uh, in Volume 7, APC, page 34, page 47 to 48, page 156, page 184, page 254. O brother, be faithful. Be faithful in these last days. This is Adventist Angels Watchman Radio. Reaching the ends of the earth, preparing the people of the earth for the second coming of our Jesus Christ. Behold, the master of the universe is coming. Are you ready for him? Stay tuned as I am coming shortly as we continue. All fast your faith. For we live in the times of the end when a call is stay faithful. My name is Evangelist King Osim. Let us pray. Mighty Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, thank you for being with us. Bless us and let the Holy Spirit continue uh, speaking to us and guide, uh, guiding us through. In Jesus' name I pray and I believe. Amen. <music> 